0: I won't deny it, I'm a Southsider, you don't want to mess with me. Got the police looking for me, but I'm calm cause I'm smoking that CBD. Said, I won't deny it, I'm a Southsider, you don't want to mess with me. Got the police looking for me, but I'm chilling in the back of the VIP. Said, we won't deny it, we are Southsiders, you don't want to mess with us. Got the police looking for us, and there's nothing that they can't do, cause you're chilling with the Blessed Life Podcast crew. Hey. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's good? What's good on a Sunday? <laughs> We're doing a blue podcast today. I'm Brian Tierney. This is the Blessed Life University Podcast, the blue podcast for short. Uh, today we are going to be talking about getting into good habits for the new year. And uh, here to talk about that with me today is Tilsa D. Fernandez of Divine Wedding Vows and all sorts of other awesome stuff to, uh, to take care of you in the new year. So, Tilsa, it's been a little while and it's really cool to have you back and uh, chat.
1: I know it's been exciting definitely a character building year 2022 but we are back stronger than ever before i'm super excited to begin this year and we're starting off on the right foot right
0: for sure for sure we're starting off the right foot foot by getting a podcast in um you know we have a lot
1: of amazing updates too (laughs) little
0: upgrades keep it looking nice for Mm -hmm. the, the viewers so you can see what it looks like in the background yeah nicer than it was so proper studio. But, uh, but yeah, we were doing these podcasts almost once a week, so we were, we were pretty good about that. I do want to get back to that, but my winter and springtime schedule is a little chopped up, so I might be going to visit family out of town, kind of bouncing around. We have family in Wisconsin, we have family in St. Louis, and in Ohio. Nice. So um, some of those weekends were out, and usually we film these on the weekend. We do them on the weeknights, some nights, but it's like you're already drained from a long day, and then people got to come here. If the podcast setup isn't done, you got to do that. It's a lot of work to do, you know, at the end of a day when you've already been working all day.
1: That's true. We did do a few, I remember, last year um, during the week um, to accommodate a few guests, and that was pretty nice, though, I remember. I can't remember exactly what we discussed on those. Oh, it was election. Remember?
0: Yeah. We had uh, Chris Anderson on. I think you were on the second time with him. I think it was just, I think it was just me and him the first time. Yeah. And then the second time you came on, which helped, you know, because it's just like nice to have that feedback loop, right?
1: Exactly. Everybody's
0: doing their input. And Chris is super knowledgeable about um, government affairs. I could ask him to come back on soon um, with the mayoral election coming up. We could see about that. I'm not Really, super enthusiastic about any of the candidates I see on there, but may the best person win, I guess. You right. know? I that's how <laughs> that's of this true. works. But, um, but yeah, I know everything else is good. Um, we, we are going to be doing some podcasts on the weekdays coming up. I have uh, a friend of mine, Kevin Giltmeyer. He works with Fidelity Title Insurance. He is also one of the co founders of Sports Mockery, it's like an online oh, nice. sports website and blog. And they got a lot of cool stuff on there. So he's going to tell us about that. And also, along with him, I have a high school friend of mine, Mike Corelli, who's like a sports buff and would be great to kind of have some good conversation. A variety Kevin.
1: of topics.
0: Yeah. You can get in on that one, too, if you want, I think. <laughs> but I, you know what? By that time, Matt's probably going to be back. So I think the testosterone is going to win the day. <laughs> Over
1: I'll let the guys handle those topics.
0: <laughs> we understand it's nice to hear a female laugh once in a while. So there's just a bunch of dudes, <laughs> but I don't know. We'll get by.
1: I'll st- I'll stay in the background. Like, you guys will be geared up, <laughs> and I'll just be here to kind of listen. Um, I don't watch much TV or sports. I need to get involved. I remember how we discussed that last year. Like, I don't really watch uh, – I don't keep – up with like any sports or anything like that, but I definitely do. I know my kids follow you know football a lot um, but I just don't. I'm normally like busy doing something, but it's definitely a goal to start going to games um, you know football and baseball
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um it's a good relaxation activity and um we'd love to have you come with us to a sox game. yeah, they're affordable. Um, and it's really cool because with the white Sox, they have plenty of parking so you, oh, you just sure. tailgate you get there early so like let's say it's a seven o'clock game we'll try to get off of work a little bit early and get there around five mm-hmm. and that gives you time to set up a grill or whatever we have a little portable propane one we can bring and you just leave it outside your car until the end of the game it's cooled off by the end of the game nice. you can just make some burgers have a couple of beers and then you know go in and enjoy a nice game out in the fresh air you know, these things are relaxing. Baseball is a slower sport, but I even find football relaxing, um, you know, on, like, the weekends. But I'm the same as you. I don't, I don't spend a lot of time doing that. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it would be, it would be a much-needed mental break to just literally have mm-hmm. a day where I'm sitting there just doing a passive activity and not moving or not having my mind's voice going like crazy. Just watch football. It's exciting, it's, but it's relaxing at the same time yeah um but as far as getting into sports my favorite thing is UFC and MMA fighting
1: yeah I definitely do I like that I like to watch it I'm not too into it the way I used to be but uh I I'm I'm making it intentional this year that I'm going to go out a little bit more not just for work as everyone knows I am a marriage ordained minister so I'm constantly on the go and when I do have those moments of like okay I've just slammed three or four weddings on a Saturday and you've invited me so many times like hey we're having a UFC party like you know come on through and I'm like wiped out after driving you know throughout the city and getting <laughs> to my weddings um, I'm wiped out but then I miss out on the fun too you know like <laughs> so I'm trying yeah. to be more intentional like this year that's one of my goals is to like attend more of these events even if it's Later on at night, and I don't get. I'm a very punctual person. I don't know why. So if I don't make it beforehand, I kind of feel bad. Like, oh my god, I'm going to be that person walking in late. But these are things that you know. There are no time restrictions. You know, there's not.
0: (laughs) Don't let time stand in the way and be an obstacle of when you show up. Because, like, uh, I'm doing the the fights next week, and and you're welcome. You're you're invited. Um, the. They, the preliminary fights start at seven. The main event fights don't start till nine, oh, but right. I start inviting people over at seven because I'm gonna be there watching them. Like I like to watch the preliminary fights. Mm-hmm. I want to see up and coming fighters. Sometimes they end up being the most exciting fights of the night. Right. You got these young people that are trying to make their name, trying to get a better contract on the renewal, trying to you know stack up some victories. They're hungry. So it's it's super exciting to watch. That's how I like it. And then you don't have to worry about rooting for a certain team. Just like you like the fighters you like. or
1: Right.
0: It's it's a very beautiful display of skill. You know, it's almost like a ballet of violence, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> you worded that, a ballet of violence. Yeah, it's
0: graceful. The, the, yeah. the footwork and, like, it you is. see somebody land a blow that somebody didn't see coming or that puts them out.
1: I prefer lightweight fights because they go a lot quicker than the heavyweights.
0: I don't know. I've seen action that's thrilling in any of those. They're, they're, they're just different kinds of action, yeah. you know. But, uh, but yeah, so those you can kind of come in at any time. If you happen to walk in right during the middle of a fight, all you ask is, is, is come on in, get in, get in, don't block the view or whatever. Hi, everybody, <laughs> this is Tulsa. Come on in, get some food. Uh, we, we usually grill for those. But, I mean, it's actually not that bad out to grill. It's just a lot of work because, yeah. like, Matt's out of town next week when I'm doing this. So I'm going to be the, like, main one that has to set this up. So I have to break it down from an office into a place with all tables set up, tablecloths and all this. Yeah. So if the food gets served off of this table, I throw a tablecloth over it. So instead of barbecue next week, I think I'm just going to order pizzas.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Falco's has this. Make
1: it, like, easy. You yeah, know? yeah,
0: exactly. And I'll I'll probably just pay to even have them deliver it so I don't have to run or have somebody else go run.
1: Yeah.
0: Falco's has this really good deal. If you buy like a jumbo pizza or extra large, whatever it is, one of the biggest ones, they give you a free small one with it. So it's like you order like three, four pizzas, and then you have frigging six or eight pizzas. So
1: if someone wants like something different on their pizza, you could just do the small ones like that, right?
0: Yeah, kind of. I mean, like usually what I'll what I do is I'll do like one sausage and jalapeno, which is like my favorite. So fucking delicious. Yeah,
1: I like jalapeno.
0: Pepperoni and then cheese. So that seems to cover all the bases.
1: Yeah. I like the I like the jalapeno and all jalapeno and jaranero. So oh my god.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then I when I have it like that I don't eat as much of it either, so I don't feel like a pig.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. But yeah, I'll have that. So I'll send you the um, Facebook invite. That one should be pretty cool. It's in Rio de Janeiro. So Oh nice. I'm calling it Saturday Night Fights <laughs> a, a Rumble in Real. Nice. Yeah. It's really cool. The uh, the guy who's fighting in the main event, Glover Teixeira, is from Brazil. And there's a, I think there's a couple of other Brazilian fighters on that card. So they're trying to rally up the people. Come on in and see your champs fighting and root, root for them. This guy could end up being a champion for the second time in two years at age like 42 or 43. He's one of the oldest guys to win wow. the championship. And he's like still like in the height of his career right now. Like, don't get me wrong, he probably can't take as much punishment. Like, if he starts getting beat up in, on somebody's losses, so I'll have to start thinking about retiring. But, like, physically, he's still manhandling younger men. It's great to watch. Um, <laughs> he was involved in one of the best fights I've ever seen in his last fight. And they were supposed to have a rematch with the guy because he lost after a back-and-forth fight got choked out in the fifth round like with only a couple minutes left to go because they're five minute rounds championship and main event fights are, are five rounds each and then all the fights lead up to that are three three rounds each and they have to do that just to keep things moving along like it would be nice to see a fight where you go until somebody finally wins yeah but it would take forever and they need to finish the and keep yeah. the fights going so everybody gets on but uh very exciting it's going to be great there's another one after that in February, but this one, you know, I'm taking one at a time because this one will be, this will be a good night out. I think you'll enjoy nice. it. Okay. There's, there, we got surround sound in here. The energy is always really good. Yeah. It's just a cool way to chill with people, relax, have a couple drinks. And it's like, it's like one of those, like, fun nights out, but it's also chill somewhat. And then we'll throw on, like, maybe some music and stuff. It's usually over by about 1130 at night.
1: Nice. Yeah. Cool beans, cool beans. I'll definitely be making more room for that. It's not all about work. It's about chilling, too, and enjoying what life has.
0: Yeah, you're young. you got to get out there and, <laughs> and enjoy your youth while you have it. And, you know, when you're around other people or younger people, they rub off on you, so you get their energy, too, and you're just like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's vibrant. It's vibrant. Amen. That's uh, the energy I'm trying to bring into 2023. Vibrant. Discipline. Nice. Um you know calendaring
1: yeah I think that's consistency and yeah it's really definitely important to like keep your vibrational frequency high um because that's how you attract more right you know you can't always I, I love that there's all these um programs or you know um different methods of how to increase your business right but it's not all business all the time like you have to make room to bond with people whether that is through you know making fight nights that's really good
0: yeah and they they do well like sometimes it'll be really crowded other times it's just there's like a bad bunny concert that night or whatever a lot of people can't make it you know what i mean it'll be something so yeah. like it's really, they're kind of hard to plan for um but that does remind me once we finish up the podcast give me a reminder i'm gonna send out like a group blast to everybody to on like the messenger just to remind them hey one week out and then maybe a day or two before i'll do it and then i always do on the day of as well yeah like, so don't you fucking your... forget, motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm ordering all this pizza, and don't yeah. want it going to waste. You better come over and eat it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and bring a bottle while you're at it.
0: <laughs> I have. I'm full. <laughs>
1: He's full. You can
0: bring it if you're going to bring it, drink it, or share it with people because there's no more room left there in that lovely decorative background. I'm not even drinking; I'm just like happy to see it there. Fuck it. There's abundance in this office. You know? There
1: is. <laughs> Make sure that you get unique bottles for Brian. We want to make sure that it's nicely decorated.
0: Yeah, I got a nice tequila there a friend of mine sent me. and never heard of it, but it's aged for quite a while. Then I got oh, yeah. another one back there, Green Spot. That's kind of an expensive bottle. It's Irish whiskey. So I won't be drinking again on St. Patrick's Day. Well, it'll be earlier than that. March 4th is when the first St. Patrick's Day parade is in Forest Park. I'll raise a couple beers that day really don't drink a lot anymore. That stuff is stuff you just sip on. You don't want to be taking solid yeah, shots Yeah, you don't. Shit. Exactly. That's, the bourbons are for flavor. You just want to taste an oaky, smoky, like, taste from the barrels and all that. You know. But, uh, yeah, no, I've gotten some good ones. It's abundant. Some blessed. You know, a lot of that I'll probably be saving for the summer party if I have it. We'll see. I'm most likely going to have it, but I was going to do it around my birthday, but Sarah's like, I don't need that shit going on when I'm about to have Little tyranny. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because she's due mid-July.
1: Speaking of that, let's talk about the highlights of 2022.
0: Well, highlights of 2022, I, my wife got pregnant in October, and she's, uh, boy, she's about 14, 15 weeks along or something like that.
1: Very exciting. Very exciting.
0: Yeah, all the tests are coming back good. I, we've had ultrasounds. Ultrasounds are good. We can see he's a busy little guy. He uh, He's moving around a lot. and. Um, so we're going to call him Vincent Anthony Tierney. We got some blood work back, supposedly no genetic abnormalities or anything. So we believe he's healthy. We hope it stays that way. Yeah. So that's all you can ask for. That's all I can ask for. Um, highlights of 2022. Um, so that's the biggest one. Um,
1: Yay. They're going to be parents. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's see if walking in here,
1: (laughs) walking in here (laughs) on a Sunday morning, if you're going to be up for it.
0: I'll probably be up for it if my angel watches my other angel. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because
1: yeah.
0: I know that I'm going to need at least one day a week that I have completely to myself or I have discretion over the whole day or I will go fucking crazy or I would go knocking futz. You know what I mean? I will <laughs> or go we're knocking just, futz.
1: Or we're going to bring baby tourney on board to the podcast.
0: Are we just trying to hear us crying baby on a podcast? You know? <laughs>
1: Maybe he won't cry. It's my
0: responsibility, not theirs. I hope he don't cry.
1: Nah, he won't cry. We'll just put him on the table.
0: I didn't cry much. Nah. I think he'll be fine. Matt joined the law firm. So one of my best friends, who is the co-host of this podcast.
1: He sure is. One of the
0: co-hosts of the podcast. I needed his help two years ago, probably, because it was so busy during those years in real estate. But it's great to have him now. And he's the yin to my yang. He brings in that military discipline keeps me organized, keeps me using my resources to their fullest. And I'm going to be the, the counterbalance to him as well. I did my calendar for the next couple of months.
1: Nice. I
0: got to get him to do it too because I bought him one. We have the same one. It's like I want to be sitting here across the table from him just like we're doing right now. And like, all right, here's an event that's on mine. Put it on yours too. We're all synced yeah. up. Uh, here's days where you should be going out and marketing and, like you say, building relationships and connections. Um. You know, at the end of the day, some industries are more connection-based or relationship-based than others, but in the end of the day, they all are, just to a higher or lower degree.
1: Exactly. Definitely. Especially in real estate. I mean, you think it's just one transaction, but it's really not. It's multiple. You never know. Like, that's how you lead generate, too, you know, building those relationships. So um, referrals, you know, the best referral is not paying you know those are personal referrals you know um and not you know the marketing is good but the best marketing are those personal referrals
0: no doubt about it
1: yep, 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 yep.
0: uh highlights of 2022 we had an awesome summer bash here
1: we sure did you guys it was the bomb it was the first event i came out to
0: <laughs> since when
1: well, since, like, a long – like, I was in my –
0: You mean event, like, here or in general? like
1: Here and in general because, well, yeah, no. I mean, that kind of kicked off a series of, like, going out, um, networking events, and that's where I met my best friend, Jason. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun during – I'll my, invite
0: him next week.
1: Yeah. i was like, Jason – well, you know, now it's the thing. Like, wherever you see Jason, it's like, here goes for your plus one. <laughs> So we go together to a lot of events now too. So it's really nice. Um, that was a really nice party. I I'm like, Okay. Met a lot of cool new faces. Actually a lot of faces that I had on Facebook. So it was really nice to kind of have that connection and then a lot of people, you know, I think like half and half knew about the podcast and the other like, What? You have one? I'm like, Where have you guys been? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Um I guess I'll just have to keep at it. So we just keep on spreading awareness, but uh, yeah, that was a good event to spread the awareness, to promote a little bit. to for people who hadn't heard of it, we introduced a couple people yeah. too and even had a guest from the party come on after that.
1: Sure? A lot of interest too, I think, uh, following up with them. Like, hey, are you on for a podcast? You know, because a lot of people want like, oh, there are certain topics that they wanted to talk about. So maybe we should have like a monthly like podcast topics or like weekly when we're setting up to have the guest. you know, based on you
0: have a topic you let me know and we'll we'll yeah. do it
1: so pretty exciting but it was a really nice you know when uh brian throws a party it's a really really good one you know a lot of great people showed up so it was really nice and of course i saw my bud sarah met her best friend that i always see you know on her snapchat so that was really cool
0: yeah we um i try to think of every detail when i when i throw a party so yeah whether and the it's, food
1: was great
0: dalton cooked carnitas and then i had some like italian sausages and stuff yeah just kind of hanging out around yeah i was i always try to think of every detail i want to have everything you need from like ketchup and mustard or whatever i want it to be in sight where everybody can see it they don't have to search hard for it yeah you know i don't want people to be hungry but you know speaking of challenges that was a challenging thing. I was hoping to get more people at it, I think, as it goes on in the future. I, honestly, I, I was thinking I could get, like, 100, 150 people, but it ended up being about 40 or something like that, 40 or 50. It was
1: more than that. I think you had 100 people show up.
0: Throughout they were just, the just
1: Throughout the evening. They weren't here Maybe. all at the same yeah. time. So I think you did hit that number because I remember, like, walking in, you know, there was not too many people, and then that 10 minutes hit by, and there was, like, a wave of people that just showed up. Um, yeah. so you had like a large crowd show up, but they were in like different, you know, they were sprinkling here plus it was raining that day, remember?
0: Yeah, but not bad. It wasn't
1: raining like we super got bad. lucky
0: for the party by the time we the party was actually on. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like barely a drizzle or something, but uh but yeah, and that was a night where the you know, I talked about bad bunny shows interrupting around event. That was the night there was a bad bunny show. Oh, so people crap. came later on after that was over. But okay. yeah, no, we had security to make sure everybody's nice and really
1: nice bathrooms
0: front and back yeah we had The, the nice the real like luxury porta potties yeah it's kind of crazy there could be a luxury porta potty those things seem contradictory yes they are it looks like a friggin trailer where you get your makeup done if you're a movie star or some shit
1: it's true i was like what is this this is really nice so, Brian went all out for his birthday party. Um, everything was really nice. The food, we had bartenders in here. Guys yeah, um,
0: making delicious drinks for everybody.
1: Oh my God. So, I mean, it was a really nice, nice experience. And I met my best friend, Jason. It's funny.
0: The music was great. I so. woke
1: up the next day and I peeled his business card off of me. I'm like, hi, I have your business card.
0: Damn. <laughs> Sounds like a <laughs> sinful evening. Just stuff sticking to you. You know what <laughs> I like- mean? Yeah.
1: I have your face tattooed on my
0: so, so what, you friggin' put it in your bra or something?
1: Yeah, I didn't have any pockets, so I put it on.
0: Yeah, I guess um, it's female places to store stuff. Like just, just put it in your boobs. Yeah. Put it in your bra. And There's we could, extra room in there. Yeah, I got credit cards, I got my phone and shit. That's,
1: that's exactly how you make best friends, though.
0: So. Yeah. I'm like,
1: you were connected to my heart from the from the very first moment I met him, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a good dude, I'm gonna send out an invite to him too before we leave here today but uh, those were some of the big highlights Um, I did I think I did a little bit of traveling I I went down to St. Louis Uh, if it was my first time to St. Louis Mm -hmm. I went to visit my cousin there her husband owns like a a bakery factory thing where they sell food to like Jewel, uh, Walmart Costco and uh, they have this big beautiful house in St. Louis I went down in April to visit my cousin who was making her confirmation in this big beautiful cathedral it was insanely huge it's a couple like almost a full city block or something a square city block it was giant it must have cost like a billion dollars to build a motherfucker it was huge all sorts of nice decorations st louis was really cool um the inner city there's not a lot of traffic there it's nice to go to a downtown and you're like oh that's great because apparently nobody lives there mm-hmm. so like here in our downtown areas and surrounding you have a lot of residential like there, it's kind of like everybody spreads out to the suburbs and goes and lives in houses, and then he's just come into the city to work. So it's super cool to go down there and check it out. Nice. And, yeah, it was nice. I'll be going back down there a um, couple times the next year, going down there for – I got Metallica tickets. They're playing nice. in November. So it gives me something to look forward to. I got my cousin the tickets, so we're both going to go and enjoy that. But, yeah, those were, like, the main highlights that I can think of. If I'm missing anything, my wife, if she – hears this is going to yell at me later. You didn't even
1: think about this. <laughs> well, you Sorry. guys went to Wisconsin a few times, too.
0: We did. Um, we worked while we were there, so it wasn't like we were, like, vacationing. But we did go, like, three, four times, and it's so refreshing and nice. Even if you're still working while you're there, it's yeah. A good change of scenery, good people up there.
1: And you took your cats, too, with you, right?
0: Yeah, we took our cat and our dog. So, yeah, um, I remember that. These were the first times um, that we – we were bringing a dog up because we just got a dog back in like July. I want to say July or yeah. August. He's a great little guy. I love he's him so the
1: much. cutest thing ever.
0: He's so he's like the perfect dog. Aww. his temperament. He's just like always happy-go-lucky. He's cute looking. Yeah. I like to take him on his little walks. It gets me up and gets me move around. Gets my blood flowing in uh, the morning and the evening. And um, you know, I had a buddy of mine tell me when I was in law school that people like routines which they do mm-hmm. right like i enjoy getting walking my dog in the morning i enjoy walking my dog in the evening if i don't do it, it feels like i missed out on something in my day you know
1: that's true i'm a creature of habit as well like i need to have that solid routine i feel like you can accomplish a lot more um a lot more when you do so i have like a routine in the summer and then a routine when my kids are in school and i feel like the breaks in between you know like um Uh, winter break, like it just throws me off because I'm so used to like going to bed at a certain time, you know, getting the kids off to school in the morning, then going to the gym, then, you know, hitting my prospects, then cooking for them and then picking them up. And when I have them all at home, I love the break, but I don't get on my routine because I'm not out and about, you know, so it I'm not going to the gym if I'm not going out to drop off kids, you know what I mean? And I'm not cooking at this certain time where I normally will because everyone's home and they're hungry at a different time. So, yeah.
0: The routine is what keeps discipline and order and consistency. And then adjusting the routine is the tough part. When you have, like, some new work project or something comes up, that you have to dedicate time to, like, where do I fit this fucking in? Because my routine is already, like, airtight, you know what I mean? So then you got to start wondering whether you're doing too much, you know?
1: Yeah. Facts. That's definitely... You only have
0: two hands if they're both full, like you gotta like empty those hands before you can take on something else.
1: Yeah, that's very true. What but are a few... that leads
0: into getting into good habits, which is exactly what we're talking about. Routine is a good habit. Yep. It's discipline and consistency. All these things are are um ingredients to consistency. Consistency is key.
1: Did you go over the list that we have?
0: No, yeah, we'll go over that in just a minute. I'll okay. we'll mention a couple of things, but um, before we move on to any of those uh, did was what about you for highlights for 2022
1: highlights for 2022 i became a chicken pet owner
0: the silk chickens yeah
1: the silk chickens were awesome so that was really cool we moved twice in the span of a year so um you know had a lot of character building moments but definitely learned a lot in 2022 so um, applying everything from 2022 to 2023 I definitely have a lot more aggressive um, I wouldn't say aggressive goals but I have a clear uh, clear go of what I want my 2022 to look 2023 to look like as far as family um, readjusting obviously with my children um, and now they have, you know my morning routines and whatnot but I don't know. I, I came into 2023 feeling super relaxed, like a fresh new start, fresh new year. Um, we got a, rid of a lot of things, even though we did previously. But um, a lot of things shift into the persp- uh, a lot of perspective. Like, what really mattered? Um, was it more materialistic things or having a healthy, thriving family? So, um, sometimes you, really, you want certain things and you get them and then... <coughs> turns out like that's not really how you wanted things to go you know and you start shifting your perspective like damn like I really just want a solid you know healthy loving family and I got that for 2023 so we as a family we just pivoted and it's been such a great start um, we have a lot of things that are that are happening this year. Um, we have another high school graduate this year, so looking into different colleges and programs that um, my third oldest um, is looking into. So that's always exciting, and every child is different. <laughs> you know, you may the first one to the second one to the third one. So I would give any parent advice with multiple children to listen to your children um, and see what their needs are and adjust based on that. So a lot of amazing things. Um, I'm grateful that this year we do not have an eighth grade graduate. So I have a little bit of break on that. So we're just focusing on college. And then next year, my chick, I call him my chicken nugget. He's going to graduate from eighth grade. So we are looking into high schools. And he decided he's already decided which high school he wants. Uh, which is, a, it's going to be a slam dunk for him. He's a straight A student. Um, and then my my little one as well, like she's, uh, she's kind of looking into certain things, even though she's very young, she's three years away from making that decision. I'm like, Melanie, maybe we should transition into like a seventh or eighth grade program when you get to that point, you know, get into a different school. And she's like, nah, I kind of want to stay where I'm at, you know, it's her comfort zone. But um, she will be left alone in elementary school once my chicken nugget graduates next year. So I'm kind of encouraging her to, like, look into different, you know, other programs. She's also another kid, slam dunk, straight A's. Don't, I mean, I don't have to ever push my children to, like, stay on top of school. They're, like, on it, you know. Um, that's good
0: because um, it's Building a habits. You know, that's another
1: thing. Um, when you have habits as a parent, it rubs off on your children, too. So. It
0: sounds like uh you're doing a really good job, you know, as yeah. an example for your kids. Yeah. That's great cuz you know, there's a million distractions in today's world and uh I feel like it's harder for kids to focus than ever before, so th- if they're doing that great, it makes it a lot easier on you, makes it easier on them.
1: Oh
0: and, yeah. And um mm. it's good that you guys have each other as a support network, you know. Yes. If you y'all you got each other, you know, and uh that's important. You know, tight yeah. being tight knit. Yep. Well, um, any other any other house? That's <sighs> it.
1: I think right now I'm just interviewing for a regular. Not I wouldn't say a regular, a career shift. So uh, I'm applying to different um, outside of my normal of being an analyst. You know, I'm applying to other roles where I feel like I'm going to be. um, very interested, very engaged and not, you know, I think that was another thing last year. Um, Going through what I went through um, this year, I determined, you know, after after healing from a lot of things that happened, I decided like, listen, I want something that I'm going to be excited to go to work for, you know, I'm excited to run my, my business. But realistically speaking, I do need another, you know, source of income. So Um, In doing so, I found a lot of great positions. um, And instead of going with my normal, you know, oh, I want to be an analyst and just do my job. And, you know, like that doesn't bring excitement to my life at all. Like going out, being able to like speak to other individuals, you know. So I applied for two completely different positions that I would have normally not gone for. Um, They're not my safe, you know, your safety net. So I'm really excited to kind of begin a new journey in that.
0: Good things to come. Yeah. How soon do you find out?
1: So I think for one um one position I'll probably find out within the next week or two. And then the other I still I just applied on Friday and I will be hearing um, you know, as far as the interview goes.
0: Well perhaps we could raise a glass next week. Yes. Or, or when I see after that. Yes. Hopefully we will to uh to good news.
1: Yep, and hopefully I get my real estate uh career starting, you know?
0: are you taking the classes
1: i need to take the exam so you
0: already already done the education (laughs) i did the
1: educational part um i'm studying relentlessly for that as well and i feel like i do it on and off in spurts you know like i get into my like studying for the exam i failed it twice or three times and it was because honestly i was not dedicating the time to study so now i'm hitting like Doing vocabulary every single day and hitting, and I have the time to do it now as well too. Especially when the kids, when I'm taking the kids uh, to school, like in the summer, there's so many activities that I never really had a chance to just sit down and focus on that. So while the kids are in school now, I'm literally just hitting everything. So good deal. It seems like it's sticking this time.
0: <laughs> yeah, pass that exam and have another way to help people in 2023.
1: Exactly. A lot of opportunities, a lot of changes, you know.
0: Yeah, I went into 2023 with a fresh perspective. We started getting ready for the new year before the new year hit. So we were already kind of, you know, like you said earlier, you noticed we decluttered here, trying to keep it kind of minimalist. You have Mm -hmm. what you need. It's nice and clean, clean, you know, environment, clean mind. So I feel much more light, you know, moving on my feet, right? right? Like, I'm I'm not carrying as much weight. Everything's nice and decluttered, and I have everything focused and organized. So, you know, a little spring cleaning, you can do it any time of year. That's a good habit to get into. Oh, for sure. And it's something to do. Con- if you can do it consistently, like, that's the thing. I would let stuff pile up. Huge mistake. Yeah. If You can just kind of consistently either at the end of the day or – you know, on the weekend, just kind of clean up and re and just reinvigorate for the new week, it really, really helps. I, I've gotten to the point where I despise letting things pile up. The tough thing is, like, in my business, it's a balance of not being able to put things down and just work on anything that comes into my hands. You really have to prioritize. And so some stuff that, even though it's important, it does pile up, but uh, keeping organized and clean has really helped to give me a better mindset about it all.
1: I agree. Also, like, um, hiring the help if that's what you need. You know, I think uh, decluttering is one of those things that if you're running a successful – and, you know, when all your clients are coming in and you, you're you at that peak, sometimes you can't get to those things, you know, and that's where all that pileup um, starts. But, like, asking for help um, – and I know, like, when you brought on um, Matt to your team, like, that was a really good thing, you know. So also, like, keeping a good eye out for talent to bring on to – expansion as well so that was really cool um,
0: you got to surround yourself with good people exactly you, you don't get success on your own cause no. you can't do it all
1: no so you are the what is, what is that saying you are the five people that you hang out the most with yeah you are the average the, the medium the, there you go yeah. yep so I definitely agree and I see a lot of good changes
0: we're working on it another thing is calendaring so I had a friend who said that if it's not on your calendar,
1: it's not going to it's happen.
0: not real and That's true. the reason for that is i came up with an analogy is that what you plan on doing is a can that you keep on kicking down the road and the farther you keep on kicking it the easier it is to just keep on kicking it mm-hmm. and that doctor's appointment that meeting that planning session that whatever the your networking if it's not on there you don't end up doing it
1: I agree with you. 100%. So
0: if you set a time to do it, do it. Like Matt said on one of our other podcasts, how you feel about something doesn't affect your ability to do it. Sometimes you don't feel like doing it. You don't feel like running every day. You can feel mm-hmm. the strain, you know, um, but it, but trying to force yourself to do it. Like Mike Tyson said, discipline is doing something that you don't like to do or that you hate to do mm-hmm. in, a, in a way like you like to do it or you love to do it.
1: I agree.
0: So like it's it's a mental thing. So calendaring has been huge. I've been good about it so far this year. So I'm really proud of myself for that because I'm more of a spontaneous person, and I like to, like, you know, you guys do the calendaring. Add it on there. When instead, like, I have to be in control of that, mm-hmm. and they should be reacting or then putting it on the calendar. But I like to have it in writing. I like to have it planned out because then – it creates certainty of, like, yes, we are going to do this, and it's going to be at this time, whether it's visiting family or, you know, taking – like, I, I took up my first golf lesson yesterday.
1: Nice. it's
0: really cool. I, I yeah. like to get out, you know, um, get fresh air, get sunshine, get, you know, relaxation. That's um, one cool way to do it, and it's fun. Yeah. So I want to be better at it. Um, but, yeah, calendaring, so, so far I'm, I've been really good with that. i got to tune it up for February and March and April, and I guess – you know keep it build it as i go along i've been exercising every day since the new year started i started nice. before that and exercising is like the perfect example of not realizing what you have until it's gone
1: that's does true. that make sense yeah it does i mean like you're hitting very amazing points um i know like a lot of people are into like the law of attraction which we talked about on several episodes but literally like the in order to make things happen like you have to write them down and you have to execute them and if you don't write them down like the chances of you manifesting what your goals are just diminishes dramatically so i love that um there was another point and i just got a brain fart
0: <laughs> well if you think of it let me know and i'll try to <laughs> like, wait. i'll try to fuel the fire so woody harrelson said 90 percent of life is just showing up that's true it is true so if you calendar and then you show up you can have some on the job learning experience like it's going to happen no matter what it might not be as graceful if you didn't have as much time to prepare for it but you can learn from others while you're doing it and that's will will lead us into a couple of things which we'll be getting to in a couple of minutes the investors business daily's top 10 secrets to success is like yeah, just get started you got to start Starting is important. There's so much help out there, whether it's online videos or mentors, to, to help you get started and kind of correct you along your course, you know, when you're a little off or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, but yeah, the, the only thing that, that I have to work on, which I've already taken care of now, is dialing in my diet. Uh, I have been eating some junk food, but... The holidays kind of threw off my schedule, so I was ordering meals from Eat Clean Chicago. Represent. Hope to have them on uh, soon. Yeah, it would be that really would be cool a good to one. talk about clean eating. And um, you know, my my sleep is pretty good. I've been getting, I've been getting you know six to seven hours a night consistently. Nice. Sometimes if I have extra time, I'll do eight. But most nights it's six or seven. I've been try to get to bed earlier on a weeknight. I try to be in bed no later than eleven. Try to be up by about six or seven. You know, sometimes I'll hit snooze a million times, but it helps me to ease into waking up. I'm not one of those people who are just like the alarm rings and like I'm moving. I'm not like that. I wish I was, but in any event, um, dialing in the diet because it affects your sleep as well. So I like I said, I ordered the e Queen Chicago meals, but around the holidays, like they wouldn't be delivering on a certain day or whatever. And I'm like, it's a short week. I'll just skip. I'll skip it and I'll yeah. do meal prep, which I did like one week. But uh I'm gonna get back to that because eating healthy. If you add these three things and you become more of an unstoppable force. Good sleep to let your body heal, mm-hmm. recover, let your mind defragment. Good exercise. You're keeping your physical body in tune, and it fuels your mind better. These are the yin and the yang. They take care of each other. Absolutely. And then the food that you put in there, it can either – the food that you put in there is like
1: – Fuel. The,
0: thi- the fuel, if or, it's good. Yeah. Or it's the interruption in the feedback loop where, like, you were in this awesome flow, and then all of a sudden – you're introducing all this inflammation into your body and using a lot of energy to get rid of it, and it's dragging on your system. I did a podcast the other day with Louis Tayao. We were doing golden owl sessions, mm-hmm. and or night owl sessions with a, with with owl. And I was super hungry. I hadn't really eaten much, so I'm like, "Fuck, what's open?" I had a taste for like pizza or like something like with a tomato base. So at the fucking Taco Bell, I get. How did you feel? great when i was eating it and like complete (laughs) fucking shit the next day so i went and i got a mexican pizza and we got like the crave case it's like 12 tacos or some bullshit Mm -hmm. so you know i got home sarah only ate a few those things are so small and they put so little stuff on there that like they're just like a snack to me so i pound like most of them right i'm eating Mm -hmm. like like a fat pig right just eating a ton (laughs) of this shit Felt good at the time. It satisfied my hunger. And the next day, I woke up with a stomachache in the morning. By the end of the day, I think because I didn't get the proper sleep because my body was working on that garbage, whatever's in Mm -hmm. there, the sodium and all sorts of processed fucking preservatives and nasty shit, that I was tired as hell. And I had a headache, too. So I have to pop. I take vitamins all the time. I have a cocktail Mm -hmm. of vitamins I take with yogurt. So they absorb better because of the fats in the yogurt. But anyway,
1: uh,
0: in any event, I was just feeling like shit, I'm like, I need a nap. So finally I got the ibuprofen in and then I felt good enough to finish the day, but just be careful what the, what you're putting in your body. I
1: mean, yeah, I majority of our health issues start from what we put in our body. all of the preservatives that we eat um and exercising is amazing. um it keeps it for me like I feel so much like clear, like mind clear, there's no fog. I feel really great. And when I start with those meals or where I'm just cutting shortcuts, like you're, you're only cutting shortcuts on your health and how you're able to uh, navigate throughout your day. How much can you produce, you know, like you can't really take on more work when you're feeling like crap at the end of the day. So,
0: And it doesn't take much because even foods that are better (laughs) for you or are cleaner, they're not like greasy meals. Uh, if they're carb-heavy, it can be a real drag. I, kn- I know it affects my energy level. So during the daytime, I try to eat more, like, protein type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in the evening, when I have, like, time to slow down, that's when I maybe add in some more carbs. We but.
1: should do, like, a challenge on the podcast. Like, see how many people want to join where we're working out, we're expressing gratitude in the morning, right, uh, followed by meal prepping. Like, I do a lot of meal prepping for myself and my children. And I have found, like, once you get it down packed, it's not that difficult. And it's actually for any single moms out there, if you're putting everything in tuppers and all they're doing is all your children are doing are putting things in the microwave, there is no mess. (laughs) All they have to do is like wash out, you know, the tupper, put it away and that's it. Um, But I find that um, it's a bit of an investment, like getting that started and learning how to um, weigh like the things that you need, what are your macros and kind of track all that stuff down. But like once you start batch cooking, that's what it's called, like batch prepping or batch cooking. uh, Everything else just flows and you can prepare like three days worth of meals with only an hour or two of your time. That's look at it as an investment. You know, of course you have to go shop. I don't like to go shopping uh, at the grocery stores. I do a lot of Instacart because it shaves, you know, time that I don't have, you know, so uh, kind of Finding things or, like, the clean eat stuff that you do, like, that's amazing, too. Well,
0: they deliver it to me. It cuts out all that time. Because, yeah. like, sometimes I don't have the two, three hours to sacrifice. I would prefer to cook my own meal. I think it's a really cool activity. But, like, sometimes I'll take Realistically,
1: a, you just don't. Well, sometimes I
0: do, like, three hours. It, but for you guys, I was thinking, do you make it, like, a cool, fun activity for the family where you're together? Like, oh, cut those green beans up and give them me or <laughs> do this, do that.
1: So normally, like my schedule, <coughs> I normally start cooking for my kids at like 2 o'clock. So if I'm doing batch cooking, I have to start at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, if I'm doing empanadas, like normally I do more elaborate meals on the weekends when the kids are home. Empanadas is something that we all do. My older kids, they know how to cook themselves. Um, and they like to use the air fryer. But recently, there's all these issues with the air fryer causing cancer. So we're cutting that out. <laughs> Um, I haven't heard about that. Yeah. So some air fryers have like uh, danger warnings on the back. It's like, really, this is the one thing that, you know, everyone was promoting and now it's a health risk, you know. So um, I try to minimize like anything that's processed. Of course, I have pivot, you know, pop a pizza in the oven. But um, for the most part, like, yeah, they'll help. Like if I tell them like, hey, um, if they're home while I'm prepping, normally I have the I do the prepping prior to them. You know, not even being home because at that point, everyone, when I pick them up, they're just like, what are we eating for dinner? You know, like they're hungry. So I can't really, you know, start cooking when I bring them home. That's already done. But it's done. It's packed up. I have enough for a few days or at least two days. They say
0: like three after that it starts to spoil. Yeah, if you, want to, if you want to have pretty fresh meals, like three days are a good window. Three over.
1: days, yeah. It's definitely a good. Um, but you can like batch cook like beans, you know, rice, um, cauliflower rice. I would do the same day because it doesn't take but like two, three minutes for it to cook. And you put whatever you put in your regular rice, you just put in cauliflower rice. And bam, it tastes just the same thing as rice, except the texture is a little bit different. You know, that's all. So. Cauliflower
0: done right is really delicious.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, I never
0: liked it when I was younger. It just, it's like, white and bland. It didn't appeal to me. Yeah. But when you get it, like, toasted or with, like, a little seasoning on it. Or you,
1: do, you can. Like, you pop it in the oven. Put a little bit of olive oil in it, you know, um, seasoning if you want, or just, like, salt and pepper, and that's it. It tastes really, really good.
0: You're speaking my language now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You like to make something that's, like, not sexy, but make it more appealing with yeah. good seasoning.
1: I definitely like to make everything like look aesthetically pleasing, and then of course I make my little videos for my Instagram, like check it out. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean aesthetically pleasing when it comes to food is is a good thing. You right? enjoy it. Well, if you it looks it. good, you want to eat it. You look at exactly. oh that looks good, I want to eat it. Yeah, right. That's how the brain works. You look at it like oh that looks appealing, yeah. And I'm hungry. Come here, tasty little <laughs> bastard. I'm gonna murder you.
1: Yeah. So like yesterday, for the first time in a long time, I made some ch- chuletas, um, chuletas, por- chuletas.
0: Chuletas. Chuletas.
1: Yeah, so the kids were the like, little The kids were like, "What is that?" I don't know. I'm like, "Just try it." So I packed it up in like their uh, meal prep uh, containers, and everyone started eating it. I didn't get the. Well. That's for
0: later. now no. <laughs>
1: I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> just eat it. Everyone loved it. So we're damn, I want
0: some chuletas right now.
1: Yeah, I did a really nice uh, sauce to it too. So I did it with sofrito, sazon, a little bit of olive oil salt, pepper, and then I dipped the chuletas in the sauce and the marinade. And then I started cooking them. And bam, it was done. But you could also do like one pan meals where you have your protein, your veggies, and then your carbs if you want potato or whatever, like you could do it all in one pan. And not, and not have to like, <coughs> excuse me, not have to like, um, trash your whole kitchen too. Like you have to be I feel like that's something that you need to work on it being sustainable where you're not spending too much time on it's easy effortlessly and you don't have to clean as much
0: well you already got your game plan I, I have think. my game plan <laughs> through trial and error over time i've got all your oh, methods and techniques like pretty much down path yeah
1: so and i found that just putting everything in tuppers instead of bigger containers was a key to keeping a refrigerator clean and no dishes you know minimizing the dishes
0: you should do a- cooking show we
1: should yeah on at, we'll do we'll do one for the podcast
0: i don't know about here no
1: know, not here I, i'll do it at i like home. the idea
0: of it like they had like snoop Dogg and Mar- <laughs> uh, martha stewart
1: doing yeah. their
0: show together it's like it's cool just sitting here talking about it without making food but i like to see people's like methods technique yeah. like it. no how i mean like i'll for. do it
1: at home and then you could air it on the on the podcast we'll see
0: goals 2023 <laughs> yeah see we're, us expanding. 2023. we're expanding we're <laughs>
1: expanding yeah. yeah,
0: blessed to have these meals. We'll say our grace before we eat them.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But uh, yeah, no, um, keeping the inflammation out of your body through through eating good stuff. That's uh, it's, it's it does, that's the part about food. You have to learn your lessons with it because you don't realize when you're eating it, it tastes good enough when you're eating. It. It's what it does to you later.
1: Exactly.
0: So I'm getting back on my my clean eating, and I think at that point I'll have everything kind of dialed in. And that doesn't mean that I won't. Reward myself here. I think there's, yeah. in order to maintain sanity, it's like all work and no play. I Mix Jane, exchange adult girl, blah, blah, blah. you got to work these things in. So yeah. if you enjoy a Coca-Cola or, like, you know, a fresh, refreshing one with a bunch of ice in there, so delicious with your McDonald's or your pizza, have that, like, once a week or something, yeah. maybe, you know, or whatever. So I, I got my calendaring. I got my exercise. About to dial in my... My diet, dialing in my diet. The other thing I do, I keep this book Insight and in Mind, so I'm holding Leadership Promises for Every Day by John C. Maxwell. A friend of mine gave this to me, Louis Ortiz. Shout out to Louis Ortiz. Uh, he believes in you know good values and good habits, and so when they do their morning meetings, they read the daily passage. So in this That's book... Awesome there's 365 passages one for each day and this is timeless stuff it's not like they do one every year this is just what you read on those days and it has it's related to the bible you do not have to be religious or be a christian to read this book and the guy uh, the author john maxwell kind of interprets it for you and shows you things that are leadership skills it's uh it could be if you're leading yourself or it could be if you're leading other people. It will work for you either way. So a lot of good knowledge in here. I've been reading one passage every day. Sometimes I share that with Matt as well. The rest of my team just doesn't seem to, like, really lock onto it. It's just like, <laughs> could you just get to work? And I'm like, this is work. Like, this is Heart. the inspiration of the team and the yeah. being a better leader. Um, you know, I'll give you a practical example. Like, one, they say this is a simple formula that's timeless as far as training people. You do it first, and they watch you. Then mm-hmm. you watch them do it. Then they do it on their own. And it's like he gives you—he gave me the advice for how to do constructive feedback properly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it uh, gives you the steps that your feedback should include all these things. And it's just nice, simple formulas that you don't have to figure out for yourself.
1: Right? Trial, yeah. You don't have to trial and error it, you know. So I do think uh, team. It's meetings, something to
0: try. You have to adjust yeah. it to your own personal style, but it gives you a general framework, and that's what yeah. we need. People need a general framework, something to help them get started, some kind of structure. Or
1: even writing it on your board too, like yeah, we we got our
0: goals up there. yeah.
1: Which are good. We
0: are a strong team. We are Team Tyranny! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Seeing is believing. Things to work on this week, goals, expectations. It's up. It's all up there. I got the biggest damn whiteboard I could find too. That thing's about eight (laughs) feet long or nine feet long and about four or five feet high. It's huge. It's huge.
1: But it's, it's great that it's or. visible. Like you yes. can't say, you can't come to work one day and say like, but you didn't tell me. The
0: print's huge too. I want them to be able to see it all the way across the room. I read it off. Yeah. But, you know, I it's this is a great segue into the the 10 secrets for success. Yep. I already did these. So some people are going to be like, I heard you do them individually every day, but we're going to go through them because uh, motivating others is one of those things on the list. So uh, our 10 secrets to success, they're – little long when you read the whole thing, so we'll do them one at a time. Mm -hmm. Number one, how you think is everything. So attitude is everything. Always be positive. Think success, not failure. Beware of a negative environment. What do you think about that, Tulsa?
1: So I completely agree to this, step one. But I also feel like there is a pre-step one to this, you know. Um, It's great to have this mindset of being positive all the time, right? But you don't. If you're struggling with trauma, you can elevate yourself and you can have all these affirmations. But until you deal with certain things or what's bothering you, you won't be able to sustain that high vibrational frequency or sustain number one. So I feel like there's a little bit, you know, I don't want to play devil's advocate. This is very great. And it's very important to kind of understand that your thoughts become reality. So you're struggling with um certain traumas. If you're struggling, you're having certain kind of conflicts. But what I do like is like, um, you know, beware of negative, beware of a negative environment. Like you have to consistently, um, kind of monitor that too, because that can, that can easily change your positive mindset into a negative, um, as some of you guys may know, and you know, I'm a Reiki master. So, what do I do in the morning to kind of stay on this path? It's like I write down the things that are bothering me because I'm transferring that negative energy from the inside of me, inside of my thoughts, onto a piece of paper. And then I rip it up because I don't want to continue to walk my entire day with those negative thoughts within with me. In there. Yeah. So, the same thing with like people around you. If you're doing everything as a leader, right, and you're having these, um, and you're trying to motivate others, there's also reciprocity. And if they're not willing to do it as well, and not saying that you're infringing on everyone's belief, but it ultimately has a negative impact on the things that you do, right? Monitoring the negative environment. So if your goals don't attach to other people's goals, you know, there's definitely, you know, something that you can do to kind of shift that but ultimately everyone's going to follow how how you're vibrating how you're how you think that's going to affect your environment but also like be conscious that not everyone may be there and that's okay but you just want more of the people who are aligned with what your thoughts are
0: i agree with everything you said i believe that positive mindset is the difference between success and failure mm-hmm. in many situations, maybe most situations, but not all. Right. Sometimes their circumstances are out of your control.
1: Yeah.
0: So just, you know, hopefully you have the serenity to deal with the things you cannot change. But, uh, positivity is contagious. Kindness is contagious. Yes. We talked about all these things. We'll, we'll wrap it up on at the end with, um, kindness is contagious as well. And, uh, so you want to spread that? It'll spread to the people around you, mm-hmm. and it, you'll get better outcomes uh, on all sorts of things. Um, the you know it, when I went to my concealed carry class, the instructor said you have to have like the will to live, right? The will to keep on going, the will mm-hmm. to fight if you want to preserve your life. Well, how does that translate into positivity in your everyday life? Of, I used to be, I would let obstacles. Either on their own or collectively add up to defeat. And I don't do that anymore. What I found a lot of times, is if you keep on pressing and you can get a couple other people on your side or behind you to reach like negotiations in real estate to get something to get a right. deal done, a lot of people, lesser people, give up because they've never searched for the right path to get to the. Usually there's a path to the finish line, you just have to find it. It might take sacrifices. It might take things that people don't like, like sacrificing money or giving up this or that. But if you really want to get it done, if you care about the ultimate goal the most, then a lot of times there's a way. Sometimes there's not. So what I learned is to not let obstacles be a roadblock that cuts you off from accomplishing a goal. Do your best. Like if there's some people out there that, you know, Sometimes it's to a fault that they keep on trying. It's like, dude, this is out of your control, and it's not going to change. Like, right. You just got to move on. There are or,
1: pivot moments. There's
0: Yeah, but it. a lot of times, if you have a good enough drive, when other people would say it's impossible, you'll figure out some kind of way to Absolutely.
1: make it work. Absolutely. Um, yesterday, I went to a seminar with um, Victor Guzman. He is a very amazing um, spiritual um, person, um, and he has his congregation or his temple. And he hit on certain parts yesterday that kind of um, gave me this aha moment. Like sometimes we're stuck in these moments where we have like, you feel like you have no control over, right? But those are character building moments. And there's lessons in everything that we go through, right? And when your faith, when you have faith, and you have a clear goal, and you're having faith, even when you're going through moments of adversity, like you will find a way towards things. Maybe what you're learning right now is a skill that you need later on. So sometimes being aware of that too. You know, in real estate, things go up, things go down. There are pivot moments. You know, sometimes you have to retract back. But there's always, there's no negatives, to be honest. It's just learning, you know.
0: Winning or learning, yeah.
1: Yeah, character building. You don't
0: lose, you win or you learn. (laughs) Yeah. Like John Cavanaugh said. Yep. Uh, being aware of a negative environment, I've had people tell me before that, you know, when I tell them it's a negative environment, like, no, you just don't want to face confrontation. And the answer is no, I value myself so much in my time that I'm not going to be subject to drama or immaturity. So I think if you know your self value and you know how quickly a day can go by or how quickly a lifetime can go by. That's why one of the reasons why it's important to remove yourself from a negative environment, whether that be a job, whether that be, you know, you could be at Dunkin' Donuts, right, or at yeah. wherever. Like, it could be in general or specific instances in your life. When you're out in public, especially because, you know, you hear about all these people, there's your shootings going on out there, right. you know, fights and road rage and, you know, attacks on people working in fast food restaurants and stuff. It's crazy, all the shit that's going on out there. So if you can remove yourself from that, the better. Keep yourself out of physical harm because you only got one body.
1: Right. Yes. And not everything requires to be – you don't have to match the energy.
0: <laughs> no, you don't.
1: <laughs> you just don't. You have to value yourself enough to walk away, too. When there's
0: a lot of anger in a situation, introducing oh, yeah. more of it. It's just like you're – it's like a hurricane. Like, that's going to be a powerful, destructive force right there. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I, I've tried to really watch that, too. Watch my breathing and no one to exit or no one to – it's so like you get into fight or flights, you know, am I gonna have to fight this time or is it better to just get the fuck out of here or whatever? Yeah. Yep. Safety first. So that was number one. Number two, decide upon your true dreams and goals. Write down specific goals and develop a plan to reach them. It's not written down, it's not real. And, yeah. you know, talk without action is nothing. So actions uh the next step in there so two and three really go in hand uh, hand in hand yeah. together. number three take action goals are nothing without action don't be afraid to get started just do it get in there and mix it up find help to achieve your goal but knowing think, your wise, yeah knowing your goals having them written down making that plan to achieving them and then putting that on putting the path those are the little steps people want instant gratification you don't always achieve something right away we're forty episodes into this. I plan on doing indefinitely until, right. you know, and just doing it and growing it. It doesn't happen overnight.
1: So I think a lot of people struggle with number two: decide upon your dreams and goals. Um, and I would uh, I work a lot with uh, with individuals who struggle with that. And I always ask, like, what are the things that you absolutely love that come to you easily and effortlessly? You know, it may not be that job title that you're trying to get at your employer. It may not be um, hitting certain numbers because we're so tangible to the end result. But if you were to achieve that, what would that change in your life? And sometimes you don't even need to achieve that end result in order to start um, enjoying life. So... I would say for that one, make sure that you are aware of the mm-hmm. things that you absolutely love that come to you easily and effortly and you can execute that. Um, taking action, you know, doing the calendar thing, um, you're taking affirmative actions towards your goals all the time. So it's really important to um, to continue that path. If you It want. also
0: forces you to prepare, too. Oh, when you see yeah. it on the calendar, you know it's three days away. You're like, shit, I, I really got to take this seriously now and I got to get everything in order.
1: Right. Do your research.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I don't. I know. Setting up the podcast equipment at the very last minute while you're sitting here. (laughs) Can we get in on time? I got to get back. No. (laughs) Supposed to start at 10, motherfucker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) These are things we're working on internally. (laughs) But Um,
0: deciding on your true dreams and goals while we're on that, I I would imagine a lot of people have a hard time figuring out how they fit into all this. Right. The, The modern society, the cars are zooming by, nonstop commerce, things are changing, news coming in. If you don't. Not everybody has a strong sense of passion or mm-hmm. a something that is a larger goal that they're chasing that's bigger than just them. If you have that, great, and pursue it with all your heart. I told told my cousin when he he retired from the military. It's very tough on military members when they retire. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like, well, what do I do now? And you know, I just said like the best advice I can give you is, excuse me, find your passions and pursue them with all your heart. You yeah. know, like that's what's a fulfilling life to me. You find something you like. And you enact it like you watched something grow or you made it grow, you know. It's really rewarding.
1: I know a veteran um, who's out. Um, He just started – he started pursuing spray painting. Amazing, talented guy. Like I bought um, a painting from him. Really, really cool. So there are little things that maybe – you're so conditioned to doing everything so militant, you don't necessarily have to do that. Like pick up something new, you know. Um, he started just messing around with <laughs> a few spray paint cans, and next thing you know, it like blew up into a business. We should bring him on so he could talk about it. It's pretty cool. He's a pretty yeah, cool guy.
0: That yeah. would be a really cool one. This would be a fun, he nice weekend He has all these
1: amazing like... Do you think um, he'd want to
0: come in, like, on a Sunday like this? Or?
1: Yeah, I'm sure. If we do it a little bit later, he probably will. But he's... So um, he has a
0: whole business that's doing this. Yeah, so and he So he, travels. like, makes art for people or what? Yeah,
1: he makes art for veterans. Um, I had him do something for me for, like, uh, the Goddess Temple. So it's really, really nice work.
0: I'd so, like to see a picture of that. Yeah, I'll definitely or, I said, a single picture. If you have multiple pictures, I'll look at this.
1: <laughs> so in addition to the frame that you got me, which I put up in my new place, um, I look at it every single day. Don't be th- the same, be better. yes very important those words of affirmation are like awesome like that's one of my favorite that's a highlight of 2022 by the way like i kept looking at that yeah being better okay like in this situation how can i be better so that was actually um you never know i i sorry to go off topic but like sometimes when you're guided to buy a friend something that you may think like i don't know like i don't think they're going to appreciate that like honestly through moments of like adversity that I had character building in 2022 like I was constantly looking at that frame like I just had it in my room and anytime that I faced something that I was just like what the hell like really how can I be better in this situation so that was an amazing like gift that you gave me last year and I totally appreciate you guys for like while you're on vacation worried about like you and Sarah, you know what I mean? You took that moment to just like, Hey man, this reminds me of Tilsa, let me get it for her. So I truly appreciate that. So
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh you know, I I'll see something and I'm like it might not be for me, but who would like this? Or who does this fit in <laughs> really well with? And, yeah. and that's what happened. I saw that, I was like, Oh, that's a nice that's a nice sign 'cause like the old saying about leadership is, uh, you don't always. You like there's there's different philosophies of leadership. It's like being better than everybody else, or you're worried about right. how the competition is doing. I'm more of, I don't worry about what the competition's doing. If I'm mm-hmm. on my A game, that's how exactly. I have success. And what does that mean? It means being better than the person I was yesterday by constantly improving and adding little things in that make me a better person. So uh, that sign is, you know, don't be the same, be better. I think when you think about that you realize that being better just comes with work. It could be yeah. really hard work. Sometimes it, all at once, it could be just, cons- it's mostly the best one is just working consistently. Right. It doesn't have to be super hard every time, but if you just keep at it, just chip away yep. at it. Because time mo- doesn't stop. No matter what, time's going to keep on going on. The only question is, have you made progress? Even if it's small chips, you're doing right. better than somebody who is doing nothing at all.
1: Which leads to the fourth point, never stop learning, go back to school or read books, get training and acquire skills. Like that's a very, very, you're never, um, we use like these uh, subject matter expert, you know, titles or guru in this. Like you could be a contributor to anything, you know what I mean? And not have that uh ego of like i'm an expert subject matter expert in like whatever field like you can't ever stop learning whether you get a book you pick up a skill you go to a self-development course like that's dope
0: (laughs) for sure and knowledge is power so you know Mm -hmm. you you can diversify what you can do in life by having more knowledge you're not relying on any one thing so that's why it's good to never stop learning and it's kind of like if you're going to grow and progress, you can choose to be stagnant and have the same 9 to 5 till you retire. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a more simple life. But the world never never stops changing, so you should never stop learning. Exactly. You should, you should change with it and learn how to face the realities or the challenges of your day by by learning about them right. and hearing people discuss stuff and listening to discourse like this here.
1: Exactly. Number 5, Number five. be persistent and work hard. Success is a marathon, not a sprint. Never give up.
0: We hit on that already, too. Yeah. It's funny, <laughs> by the time we even get to the list, we've talked a lot about exactly. these things. Don't accept defeat. No. Um, and, and don't don't expect instant gratification, instant the goals achieved just by yeah. making the decision. It's, it could take a long time. Be It really can. Be comfortable with the process, because most people, like, they need things to happen because of the other pressures of life. But if you can ride the process out it'll eventually reward you as long as you you know you get back what you put into
1: it that's very true i um the past few months last year i was applying to so many jobs right my normal <laughs> my okay i'm an expert in this field and let me stay here right rejection on top of rejection on top of rejection you would think things that i would honestly slam dunk and just get it was like nope 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 so now that i when i became more persistent and i started stepping outside of my box you know because i do come with a lot of skills to any job you know job skill set so if i'm if you're applying or you're going towards something that's just your safe zone sometimes you become way more qualified for that and it's intimidating for anyone to even hire you or like even bring you on board like what the hell you know what are you going to do so Be persistent with growing. Be persistent with the goals that you're trying to achieve and always reach for more, you know?
0: Yeah, get a good grip. And then once you have the capacity, go for it. Yep. Keep on growing. Uh, Number six, learn to analyze details. Get all the facts, all the input, learn from your mistakes. Super huge. You put, you know, as my college math professor would say, if you put garbage into a calculator, you get garbage out. So... You know, getting all the facts is huge because if you don't have all the facts, you're not making a complete decision. You know, you're probably right. making a completely wrong decision. You need to analyze everything um, to to make a good decision. Right. I feel, uh, and learning to an- analyze details is you know the make or break. The, the you know the devil is in the details. Right. You have to 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 learn and grow and to be better. You have to be able to to look at a situation and learn from it. Learn from your mistakes. Otherwise, your life's going to be miserable. Some people make the same mistakes over again like it's Groundhog's Day. It must be a terrible way to live life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely no. don't repeat them again, you know? What's learn that? Learn the mistake. Like, learn the lesson.
0: Yeah. More than two times, it's kind of like the old saying, like, you fool me once, you know, fool me twice, it's on me. It's like the third time, third time fourth time, fifth time, sixth time. It's definitely on you. Uh, you know, don't change your circumstances and they'll They'll just, you know, give you whatever garbage you're going to get. Number seven, focus your time and money. Don't let other people or things distract you. One thing I am very proud of myself for, pat on my back, is eliminating distractions like Instagram and shit. Oh, yeah. I, at first, I would take, you know, like 5, 10 minutes in the morning and I'd be, like, looking at it. It's like, that's... It's delaying you from getting started and getting in process of everything else you're doing or if you already got started now it's stopping you in the middle of that. Eliminate yep. those distractions. It's mind pollution. It's like a gambling addiction to be looking at that stuff all the time and it doesn't lead anywhere good. That's one I of the agree. things for me.
1: I think like I stopped watching T V ten, twelve years ago just to focus on, you know, my goals and healing and all these other things, you know. Um, progressing and learning new skills but yeah that's that's a huge thing but sometimes we I can sometimes I like I sometimes I avoid things and how I avoid things and this is something that uh, that I learned recently like I'll take on somebody else's stuff and be like oh you know let's help you with that but I didn't even finish my own <laughs> you that's know? my
0: life story we have a so, lot in common <laughs>
1: yeah so um, I need to focus first. If I accomplished what I set myself out to, and if I have an additional thirty minutes to spare for someone else, like cool beans, I can pivot into that. I can help. But yeah, like being on your grind, focusing on your stuff, and then giving from a full cup to someone else.
0: Yeah, don't don't let other people or things distract you. Yep, they will. Don't be afraid to innovate. Be different. Following the herd is a sure way to mediocrity. That's number eight. Thanks. So, you know, some of the greatest inventions or things we have in our life is because people are innovated. We need it mm-hmm. to grow. Um, and, you know, when you're saying, like, be different, um, don't be afraid to be innovate. that requires courage. And, um, you know, the... The ability to make tough decisions because you might stand out at first you know and then you know I think if you stick with it long, long enough a lot of people realize that you know motherfucker's right he's got a point or whatever yeah. or she's got a point Like I see what they're doing or I see what they're saying um, you know the group think is it's, it's not good
1: no it's not and it gets everyone in a lot of trouble so it's not you know there are sheeps you know, and everything that you do. And people like to h- follow what the herd is doing. But, you know, it will cost you when you're following, you know, the herd. It will eventually catch up to you. Um, so you need to stay firm on what you believe in, what you're working. That's why it's, you know, I love this list. But, yeah, you you need to be secure in who you are and where you're going. Because if you know those things, you can't be persuaded to do, you know, be a mediocre person.
0: <laughs> Trying to be in control of what is the American way of life, if you will. Because yeah. in, in America, it's supposed to be a meritocracy. You won't always get equal outcomes, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it, the more effort you put in, the more likely you are to stand out. Right. If you're going to put in the same effort as anybody, everybody else, you're going to be treated like everybody else. So if you want to get ahead, you have to put in that extra effort or do something differently. So that's why it's really important to stand out. Nobody's going to just give you shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Caveat, like, you know, social programs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, whatever, government um, programs. But, like, I don't see that as a success. To me, government programs and assistance are, like, a, a bridge, right? They're a stopgap. Right. They're not meant to be
1: long-term. you do this
0: for years or long-term or you're constantly, like, it's there for when you need it, like, you know, in a bad situation, But after that, you know, like if you want to have something meaningful in your life, you got to step above that. Step above the crowd and do something extra. Why do you deserve this more? Why are you more qualified for it? Whatever. Uh, Number nine, deal and communicate with people effectively. No person is an island. But I think the key piece is the one that follows. Learn to understand and motivate others. Mm -hmm. Some people are real quick learners. They adapt easily. They're self-starters. They will figure it out as they go or they'll figure out a way to do it. They'll get things done. Other, people's aren't, other people aren't like that. Some people like to be in one lane. They aren't comfortable with with new things and change. They're good at the thing they do and they want to just continue doing that successfully and they get anxiety when it comes time to do new things or they feel that they're being overwhelmed. Right. So as, as a leader... Or as a team leader, I f- have to understand people and be able to motivate them. Like, different, everybody's different. What can we do to make you the most successful or have you add the most value to a team? Mm-hmm. That's what I do as a manager. So, for me, like, understanding and motivating other people are key to running a good business, to getting things done, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I think I struggle with that one, uh, learn to understand and motivate others. And I feel like sometimes I, I'm like, you know, I come across, I run an ordained ministry service, obviously. Um, and I have a few people that help me. I have one person in Texas who, you know, we branched out and, um, this person in particularly did not understand, like, uh, when you're running a small business, branding is very important. You have to get there early you don't get there when you feel like it you know um so I felt like I I'm pretty much understanding but also I'm very effective at like the these are the terms and conditions of like passing business over to you and having you on the team and there's certain etiquettes and certain professionalism that I expect people to come on board with and um I was just so excited to like, hey, I'm going to branch out to a different state. woohoo! you know. Um, but this person did not really meet the same goals as me. You know, she just wanted to come in, do 15 minutes. It's like, no, you have to warm up to your client. You have to get to know them, you know, like, hey, I'm your officiant. How are you guys? Is the mic here? Is a photographer here? Like, You have to co- collaborate with all these other vendors to make sure that The service is successful, easy, and effortlessly. And all she did was just like, no, that's... She flat out told me like after a few like bad reviews, like, no, well, I just want to go in and marry people. I'm like, these aren't elopements. These are weddings, elopement style. So I, I had to learn to understand and ask as, you know, a business owner, like, how do you see yourself doing this service? Elopements and weddings are done completely different. So if you want to just roll into a, to a, you know, wedding and I'm here, we're getting started, but you haven't let the DJ know like, Hey, I need a mic. Let's do a mic check. You just come in here and start, you know, go pop into the wedding as if you're someone else and just demanding all these things. Is your bride ready to come down the aisle, you know? So after a few like really bad, um, really bad weddings that she did for me it was just like okay I need to scale it back but I need you know I needed to learn to understand what people want in life Um, how do they see themselves in that position even though they've done it in the past you know like does it match with your branding if not like how to roll that back like you know what you're not a good fit for me
0: (laughs) yeah you know success in almost any walk of life or any activity involves vision so like you got to think about something if you're going into it whether it's your own event or somebody else's what would what would a successful event look like mm-hmm. what would a great wedding look like so you mm-hmm. start like walking through that right you see you know a bride and a groom in a nice in their nice attire and they have you know there's roses around okay so we need flowers we have you know and then the subtle music playing in the back okay well right. we got you know the djs playing the you know the song that you walk down the aisle or whatever the if you're in church maybe it's an organ or something like that then there's you know you're there where are you standing can everybody see these people properly okay right. now they're in the spotlight how are we going to open this up you can just, like once you start picturing that and then you know do we have bottled water around do we have this and that you got to think about all aspects of what you would want if you were in that situation or what you consider a successful outcome, and then just build it into reality. Yeah. Plan for it and make it happen. It's um, It's a skill that you have to keep sharp. It doesn't come naturally to everybody. Amen. Like having a vision and executing it. Yep. <laughs> Number 10, be honest and dependable. Take responsibility. Otherwise, numbers 1 through 9 won't matter. So be open um communicate well be honest with people about the ups and downs um it's not always easy to do it at once especially if you've given them a lot of bad news already but be consistent i think when they say be dependable it's like you know if if you do every other uh, one of these other things but you only do it like once a month or every three months or once a year it's like that's no good yeah you need it all the time so it's a constant grind you don't have to burn yourself out but you just got to be consistent with it these you know and those are all things that, daily I'm
1: tools that are really good to implement.
0: I live my life by them i there's a larger one that takes up the whole page so it's like those things but it's just blown up and it's takes up the whole page i put it in front of my workout station nice. so i look at that sometimes i'll read it the whole way through other times it's just there you know i'll see one of the numbers and then i go back to my thing it's like subliminal but i know i have an incredible freight framework so investors business Daily's top 10 secrets to success one of the fucking the traits that good leaders have. They said they studied leaders for years, and these are the, the 10 things that they said that most of the really good ones had in common. Amen. Anything else, Tulsa?
1: I think that's a wrap, to be honest. I think we had a really good discussion on, on this. And
0: good way how to start we, the new year.
1: Right? <laughs> Take 2023
0: by the horns, damn it.
1: Exactly. So... Making sure you do an inventory and visualize how you want your 2023 to skyrocket, you know?
0: Surrounded with good people and doing good things. Yep. And doing small things in big ways. Kindness is one of the most powerful resources in the Mm. world that we have in abundance. and We can show it to each other and make a change on a local level amongst all of us. So uh, it reflects back at you. You know, your positive attitude can determine situations free do it early often all the goddamn time be good to each other out there good people make each other good stay blessed tune in to the blessed life university podcast for the next episode we love you guys i don't even want it to end but we'll be back
1: (laughs) we'll be back for the next
0: (laughs) we'll see you soon we love you peace out bye stay blessed
1: (laughs) that was awesome